Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Happy Friday, buddy. Hey, happy Friday. So I, I feel like this is uh, sometimes like Ben's Boy Scout story time um, because oh. I keep bringing up Boy Scouts like in every every episode, I feel like. <laughs> but you have a lot of badges. So, you know, it's your right. When we eventually, you know, launch our video show, I think I should bring my Boy Scout uniform in with all my badges and, and show them <laughs> on the show. That would be epic. <laughs> bring, yes. Bring the... Uh, Bring the Boy Scout badge uniform. <laughs> I'll get my uh, um, basket weaving merit badge and show it show it proudly. But speaking of Boy Scouts, yeah. So what I was going to say is, <laughs> wait, we uh, weren't speaking of Boy Scouts. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what I, the reason I even mentioned Boy Scouts is because we're talking about fix this next and the idea of like having a compass for your business and you know to know which way you're going and stuff like that. I was just wondering if you ever had that experience. Have you ever used like a topographical map and and had to use like a compass with it or anything like that? Well, uh, I've had to use a map. Okay. Um, so you used a map. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I'm from the days before the internet. So um, I remember, uh, I don't know if you remember MapQuest. Yeah. And you like print out your directions. Ahead yes. Of time. It's like you get on Yahoo and like print out your directions and then you'd have like a physical map and then like turn left here. And, you, you know, so I, I remember those days. Man, that's I forgot about that. Wow, it brings back memories. That's so weird. Yeah, um, I just remember this one badge. It was like I don't remember some kind of like navigation merit badge, and you had to like plot out a whole path for other people to follow. And people, it's kind of like a treasure hunt basically with a compass and a map. So you had to kind of plot it out, and other people had to follow it. Um, and I just remember that being a great time. But it was, it was funny because we did it like on city streets. <laughs> so it wasn't even like in the woods. It was like a map with like, go X number of paces this direction. And you just kind of follow the road like, oh, I wonder which way I'm supposed to go. <laughs> Turn left on Broadway. Yeah, exactly. So I I miss, miss those days. I feel like, yeah, it's crazy because now you just use a GPS. They even have like GPS watches for hiking and stuff. I was looking at, I was like, man, it's pretty, pretty cool what they have available now. Oh, I know. I, I have the Garmin Instinct. And, oh, uh, nice. I can actually set a, like, my destination. It'll, like, connect with the GPS and then, like, mark my spot. And then if I go on a hike, I can hit a button and then it will, like, you know, like, follow me back to where I, I started. Wow. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's good if you're going to get lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, speaking of being lost, do you feel lost in your business? You don't know which way to go? Hey, before we get into that, listen, if if you've gotten to this point in the podcast and you've are laughing and having a great time with Ben and I, head over to iTunes and subscribe. You know, a lot of times people just listen to podcasts and they don't actually subscribe to the podcast, but I don't want you to be that person. You know, you're better than that. So if you're listening <laughs> right now, go to your iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit the subscribe button. And while you're there, you might as well just leave us a five-star review and and maybe even say something nice, you know, maybe uh, you, you just use one word. I mean, in the past, we've done different things to get you to leave us reviews. So it doesn't have to be complicated. 
Use a word, be kind, and then we'll read it on the show. Trust me, we will read your review. <laughs> I think we've read every review so far on the show, for sure. We have read every review. So listen, leave a review and we'll read it. All right? Yeah. Anyways, do that. I think iTunes, that's the only place iTunes is, I think it's like on your desktop, on your like computer, right? Like I think it's called podcast when it's on your phone and then iTunes on your computer, I believe. Yeah. So go to the podcast app, hit subscribe, write a review. Or if you're on your computer, maybe you're working away, crushing a spreadsheet right now, mm-hmm. pop over to a new browser window and <laughs> crushing a spreadsheet. Type in the Friday habit. Yeah. And we dominate the first page of Google. <laughs> Nobody else is looking for that, apparently. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right. Now let's get to the show. Do you feel lost in your business? <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, so I read this book called Fix This Next by one of my favorite authors, Mike Michalowicz. I think we've talked before on the show a little bit about Profit First, one of his books, uh, Clockwork. I know you're a fan of The Pumpkin Plan. Mm-hmm. And one thing I love about his books is they're just super practical when it comes to implementing them in your business. And this is one of my favorites because it hits a problem that I definitely find myself uh, struggling with. And it comes down to like prioritization and knowing what to work on next in your business. Because I mean, I'm always like generating so many ideas from whatever books I'm reading or whatever I'm thinking about. I'm always thinking, oh, what if I could adjust this in my business? Or maybe I should try this new product model or whatever. But basically, if you spin your wheels doing all these different things that aren't really the real problem in your business, you don't actually focus and figure out what is like the one leverage point that if you worked on this, it would help everything else in your business, then you're kind of wasting effort. Even though it's fun, you're kind of like wasting effort on all these things that may or may not turn into something. So so this this, um, book kind of lays out a really useful tool that helps you identify which things in your business to work on next, which I found really useful. Yeah, and it kind of plays off of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yep. Um, but it kind of flips that on its head and uh, gears it towards business. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you remember, if you ever took like a psychology class, um, there's yeah, there's this pyramid called Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and it has basically it has it's like five different levels. Like at the bottom are like physiological needs, things like water, food, and shelter, and stuff like that. So the idea is that people progress through this, you know, um, as they as they meet their lowest level needs, like physiological needs, then they can move on to their next needs. Like this next one is the need for safety. The one after that's the need for love and belonging and then esteem and then self-actualization is at the very top. And I feel like most people that we know probably are, you know, towards, towards the top of that pyramid where they're not worrying about where they're going to eat their next meal or where they're going to sleep that night, you know? And so we're fortunate to, to most of the time be worried about things like love and belonging, esteem or self-actualization. Um, but that, that pyramid is pretty, pretty helpful in a way to kind of look at humans and like what their needs are. And the idea is that things at the bottom of the pyramid take priority over what's at the top. So let's say you're, you know, in the book, I think he used an example of if you're like drowning or something like that, you're not going to worry about like your relationships with your friends, like who's mad at you or not. You're like, right. I just need air right now. <laughs> so the idea is that whatever's lowest on the pyramid should be your priority because that's the most important thing. So in the book, Mike basically breaks down a business hierarchy of needs and it basically goes like this. You've got at the at the very bottom, and by the way, if you want to see a visual of this, you can go to fixed 
thisnext.com and click. There's a um, link at the top that says free resources. Um, we also will link to this in the show notes as well. But if you click on free resources at fixthisnext.com, there is an actual uh, graphic of this from the book. It's cool because you can actually just see it right there. So if you click on that and look at, I think it's there's a link that says uh, FTN book graphics. And you can see it right here. So it shows Maslow's up top. And then below that, it shows a business hierarchy of needs. So from the bottom to top, basically, you've got the needs of sales. So sales is the bottom level. The most important thing in your business is sales. And that is the creation of cash. So that's like the priority takes a, that kind of precedent over all other priorities to start with. Above that, you have profit, which is the creation of stability. Then you have order, which is the creation of efficiency. And you have impact, which is the creation of transformation and legacy, which is the creation of permanence. So it kind of goes from bottom to top in priority order. And one of the really cool things about this, I mean, that I really like is that it gives you a way to kind of evaluate where you're at in your business. So in the book, it actually has these different questions along with each level. So I'll just co- cover like the sales one here as an example, but Each one of these five levels has five questions. And so the bottom level is sales. So you kind of go through this in order and answer these questions to yourself. So number one for sales is lifestyle congruence. And the question is, do you know what the company's sales performance must be to support your personal comfort? So the idea is like, hey, like how much many sales do I actually need to make so that I can get my paycheck, you know, (laughs) and make sure that my family's okay and stuff like that. So that's like the first question. Second one is prospect attraction. So do you attract enough quality prospects to support your needed sales? You know, are you getting enough people in so that you can actually make the sales you need? And then client conversion is next. Do you convert enough of the right prospects into clients to support your needed sales? And then you've got delivering on commitments. Do you fully deliver on your commitments to your clients? And then you've got collecting on commitments. Do your clients fully deliver on their commitments to you? So as I go through this list, for example, with StorySite, this quarter, I kind of went through this whole list of questions. So there's 25 questions total. Those are just in the sales kind of level. And I kind of said, okay, which ones of these are actually things that we need to worry about right now? So for us, uh, the two things we we want to focus on that we feel like we could be doing better is client conversion. We're doing great on prospect attraction. Uh, we're making enough money, you know, for us to all get paid and all that kind of stuff. But like we could be converting so many more of those prospects into clients. So that's kind of where we identified there's a problem there. And then we also identified that delivering on commitments is a problem because right now, if we have three people buy templates all at once, then we don't have the bandwidth to deliver all those Mm. right away. Our clients would have to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. What about you? Like in that, do you see like any things in your business where you're like, okay, prospect attraction, client conversion, delivering on commitments or collecting or any of those do you see anything where you're like, oh, these are the things that we would focus on now? Or would you be like, oh, I'm good. I would move to the next level and see what's next. Yeah, no, I mean, I think client conversion obviously is always a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you and I were talking earlier about how, you know, I send out three proposals and I get mm-hmm. three no's back and we put right. a lot of time into those proposals. And so trying to figure out, okay, what is it? And during this season, the biggest thing I'm seeing is that budgets have just been completely obliterated by coronavirus. And so, you know, when we throw in our our hat into the ring to say, Hey, this is what we charge. People are like, Oh, that's just too much for us. And so 
then now I have to go back to the team and say, all right, do we adjust our prices based off of the season that we're in? Um, or, you know, you and I have talked to Jonathan Stark and, um, you know, a bunch of other people about value-based pricing. Do I stick to my guns and say, Hey, this is our price. This is what our value is. And, just see how things shake out. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely see some areas where we can, um, you know, work on, on the business in that first need of sales. Right. Exactly. And the funny thing is for me personally, I always gravitate when I, when I'm starting a new business or initiative, I jump all the way up to the third level. So like I said, the sales at the bottom, then you've got profit and then you've got order. So like, I'm always like jumping up to the order level. And some of those are like, Things like minimizing wasted effort. Do you have a working model to reduce bottlenecks, slowdowns, and efficiencies? Role alignment. Do you have everybody matched up with their talents? Things like, you know, outcome delegation. Are the people closest to the problem empowered to resolve it? And then like some of the things like that where I'm like always thinking about like, how do we become more efficient? How do we make sure this is the best system possible? But I haven't even figured out the sales part yet. So like, why am I wasting right. time becoming efficient yeah. at stuff we're not getting purchased? Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? So that's yeah. that's why I love this because it makes it so clear. It's like a map to be like, you can answer these 25 questions and then you can go back and be like, all right, what's the lowest ones on this pyramid? And I just need to start there. Once that problem's fixed, awesome. I can move up the up the chain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's something that we all need. I think as entrepreneurs, our minds are always spinning a thousand miles an hour and we're thinking about like the next thing and (laughs) always having great ideas in the middle of the night or in the shower. And so it's like, Ooh, I got this idea, you know, and you start mapping out all these things. That's like, Hey, let's focus on this bottom part first and then work our way up. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, start with the basics and then move your way up. So, so yeah, you got sales at the bottom, then profit, a couple of questions with profit. Um, I'll just cover a few of these. Um, there's debt eradication, you know, do you consistently remove debt rather than accumulate it? Margin health. Do you have healthy profit margins for each offering and do you seek ways to improve them? So as I was going through this with Knapsack, um, so I kind of did it once for StorySite and once for Knapsack. And as I went through with Knapsack, I realized that margin health was a thing with certain certain parts of our offerings. Like our full day projects, those are profitable. We have good margin health on those. But then when we do one-off, one-hour work sessions for people, the margin health there is very low. So I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like we should talk about how do we improve that, you know? So that was an identified thing to work on there. There's a couple other questions like transaction frequency. Do your clients repeatedly buy from you over alternatives? Cash reserves. Does the business have enough cash reserves to cover all expenses for three months or longer? So, I mean, these are all like pretty hard questions. Like this is pretty, you know, like I feel like most businesses would be saying no to a lot of these questions. You know what I mean? Right. So, but it's very healthy because it's like, all right, let's focus focus on these basics first before you kind of move up. And those first three levels, the sales, profit, and order are kind of like, those are all about kind of getting like for the business. Like, hey, this is to grow the business, make sure that it's doing well and kind of getting profit, getting, you know, sales, creating order. And it's all about the benefit to the business. But then after that, the next two levels are, transformation or I guess that's impact. Sorry. That's the creation of transformation. Impact and legacy are the top two. And those are more about creating value for other people, you you know, more than just making the business better. So it talks about basically questions like for, for transformation or for the impact level, do your clients benefit beyond the transaction that you have? So are they actually being transformed in some way just other than the transactional part of what you do? 
with things like mission motivation. Are your employees motivated more by delivering on the mission than by their individual roles? And I love this one, dream alignment. Are people's individual dreams aligned with the path of the business's grand vision? And I think this is something you do well that you're, I feel like you're always talking with your employees to see like what they care about and making sure mm-hmm. that their dreams are kind of aligned with where the business is going. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love that, you know, but the thing I love about this whole thing is that it, it really gives you a, a framework to, to look at so that you can maybe have to take two steps back so you can take three steps forward, you right. know, and then it kind of gives you a, a benchmark to say, Hey, like, where are you in this? Because sometimes we run around with our heads cut off, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a chicken with a head cut off and are trying to put out fires constantly and whatnot. And we don't have time to think about whether our business is going to make an impact or whether our, you know, we're going to leave a legacy or if our people are feeling that way. And so it seems like if we follow these steps and get each one right in order, then you have this well-oiled machine that is fulfilling and profitable and enjoyable to to go to every day. For sure. Yeah. And it, I think it really helps you, yeah, like you said, prioritize. And I even think for myself as another example, you know, doing this podcast, I feel like is kind of falls under that impact level and legacy level where we're like, hey, we're really trying to make an effort you know, to create impact in other people's lives. But if my sales are suffering, I really should focus on that before I try to help other people. It's kind of like putting on your own oxygen mask first, you know, when you're you're in an airplane. So it's like, those are the types of things where if you realize, hey, I'm doing so much effort in this impact level, but I haven't even figured out like the order part of my company. Like I need to make sure that I have people in the right roles before I start trying to help other companies, you know? Yeah. Like, man, that's just really helpful to me to have have that kind of compass to start with yeah this is a a fantastic book if you were not sponsored by mike mccowitz at all or he hasn't even agreed to be on our podcast yet we reached out to him so mike if you're listening bro or if someone (laughs) knows mike we want to interview you come on the friday have it (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a big fan, and his his books have, have really made a big impact uh, on me. So he did send me the fix this next book free though, so I appreciate that. What a good so, guy! Yeah, no, giving out free awesome. books. Yeah, it's it's super valuable. Yeah, I think reading books that help you grow uh, are so important, but I think the the downfall is sometimes we read books but don't put put them into action. You know. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where we always want to grow and we want to better ourselves, but uh, unless we take action, it really doesn't, doesn't mean anything. So yeah, this book's been great. I, I, I've read it, but I haven't got gotten into it like you have, which, uh, you know, I, I'm envious of you. I, when I read profit first, I really took that one to heart and, and yeah. put those things in action. And that's been wildly uh, beneficial for me in the business. And uh, you know, we weathered a lot of this Corona storm because of, of uh, the things I had in place because of that book. So yeah, yeah, I look forward to digging more into this and uh, really going hard on it, uh, especially as we lead into this next year, you know, thinking about 2021 and preparing for this next season. So yeah, for sure. Cool. Let's do a quick recap. Um, so overall, just want to the the concept is we need a compass to guide us in choosing what to fix next. And I think the business hierarchy of needs is a great tool for that. Um, has five levels: sales, the creation of cash; profit, the creation of stability; order, the creation of efficiency; 
impact, the creation of transformation and legacy, the creation of permanence. And, uh, I think action item for the week, I would just go to fix this I really highly recommend this. I would just go ahead and buy the book. Um, I got it on audible, listen to it that way first. And then they sent me this hard copy for free, uh, which was super nice of them. I would recommend honestly both because the the visuals in the book are great. Unless you just want to grab the free resources from the site, you can go there and, and download and see that the pyramid I was talking about and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I highly recommend doing that this week. Yeah. And hey, uh, if you've enjoyed the Friday Habit, go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode. There you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. At the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit system. That'll teach you how to set aside one full day each week to dedicate to working on your business instead of in your business. Yeah, and if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. That's right. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Thank you.